48K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the Tourism Board says sorry after a glitch meant many people couldn't join its New Year's Eve lucky draw. Hong Kong prepares for what's expected to be a huge turnout for a New Year's Day rally organized by the Civil Human Rights Front, and the government hits back at renewed accusations of police brutality by a UK-based human rights uh, organization. The Tourism Board has apologized for a glitch on its online New Year's Eve lucky draw, which left many people complaining that they couldn't take part. It says it's investigating what went wrong and is postponing its grand, its grand lucky draw till 8 p.m. tonight for the sake of fairness. People who registered earlier will be able to find out their ticket number on the official website from 3 p.m. Timmy Sung has more. Speaking on an RTHK program, the executive director of the tourism board, Dane Cheng, said he's sorry for the glitch, saying they have learned from the incident and would do better in future. As many as 1.6 million people, including locals and visitors, registered their details, but many said they couldn't receive the verification code sent to their email addresses, so they were unable to enter the draw. The first prize is four round-trip tickets from Cafe Pacific, available to 10 winners. Mr Cheng said they had checked with the email service providers on whether they could handle a search in messages, and tests were also conducted beforehand. He said the system failure had nothing to do with the capacity of the webpage. He said the problem was regrettable because the board had wanted to offer the public a fun experience after a fireworks display was cancelled. The Transport Department has warned of congestion in parts of Hong Kong Island because of the New Year's Day rally and is urging people to use public transport if possible. This afternoon's march starts in Victoria Park and ends in Central. This afternoon, it's organized by the Civil Human Rights Front, which also organized the million-plus marches in June and a march last month, which it said drew about 800,000 people. The Front is hoping for a huge turnout at the rally to urge the government to respond to the demands of the pro-democracy movement, including an independent inquiry into the police, amnesty for arrestees and free elections. The Transport Department says selected roads near the Causeway Bay shopping area will be closed in faces from half-past one on. Hong Kong opened 2020 with tear gas as police moved to disperse protesters who set fire to barricades in Nathan Road on, in Mong Kok about five minutes into the new year. Several people were detained. Petrol bombs were thrown in several districts. And across the city, from Lan Kwai Fong to the Chim Sa Che harbourfront, people held up their outstretched palms during the New Year countdown, symbolising the five demands. The new year also brought higher power charges. From today, CLP's tariffs will rise by 2.5% and Hong Kong Electric's by 5.2%. The government will hand out a $2,000 subsidy in 12 installments to each household to help offset the increase. The government will also raise its transport subsidy to $400 a month, up from a previous cap of $300. Many public housing tenants won't need to pay rent for this month as part of government relief measures announced earlier. The government has rejected as unfounded and misguided claims in an open letter to the chief executive, Carrie Lam, by an international group accusing the, the Hong Kong police of brutality and calling for restraint. Sean Kennedy has more. The letter, signed by lawmakers and dignitaries from 18 countries, expressed grave concern at what it described as the recent escalation of police brutality over the Christmas period. It called on Mrs Lam to order the police to exercise restraint and urged her to begin democratic political reform and dialogue with protesters. 
but a government spokesman said the claims in the letter were biased and misleading. It said over the past six months, protest of violence had escalated to include vandalism of public facilities and shops, arson and attacks on police, with 520 officers injured on duty so far. It said protesters had attacked members of the public, set a man on fire and a government cleaner had been killed when a brick was thrown at him. He said the government started a dialogue with the public last September. He added that political reform was an internal matter for the Hong Kong government and rejected calls for an international inquiry. The spokesman said Hong Kong was an inalienable part of China and foreign politicians and organisations shouldn't interfere in its internal affairs. Hong Kong Watch is a UK-based NGO that was founded by British human rights activist Benedict Rogers after he was barred from entering Hong Kong in 2017. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. A woman, a woman has been injured after she was hit by a light rail train in Leung King Station in Tuen Mun shortly before half past 11. It isn't immediately clear if her injuries were serious, but police said she's conscious. The MTR said services were delayed after the incident, but it had since returned to normal after she was taken to hospital. Separately, the rail operator said a light rail train and a bus were set on fire last night. At around 2 in the morning, five men entered a light rail train and set it alight, while a person also threw petrol bombs at a double-decker bus at the Tunmun Depot. No one was injured in the incidents. MTR condemned the attacks and said they've been reported to the police. Hong Kong health authorities are beefing up health checks at border checkpoints as authorities in central China investigate an outbreak of a SARS-like disease in Wuhan that has sickened 27 people with seven in a critical condition. Francis Sit has details. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says with the holidays coming to an end and with a high traffic flow between Hong Kong and Wuhan, health checks at all border control points will be beefed up. People who have acute respiratory symptoms and fever and have travelled to the central mainland city over the past fortnight may be placed in isolation in hospital. Private doctors have been told to be on the lookout for suspicious cases. But no suspected cases have been identified in Hong Kong so far and mainland authorities said there's no indication that the disease, a viral type of new pneumonia can be spread among people. Still, infectious diseases expert Yun Kwok Yong says they have reason to believe that this may be a new emerging infectious disease that is similar to SARS or bird flu, though he added that there is no need to panic as the local health system is now far more resilient to such diseases and the risk of a SARS-like outbreak is slim. The North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has declared that his country is abandoning its moratorium on nuclear and long-range ballistic missile tests. The state news agency quoted Mr. Kim as saying that North Korea would continue developing a nuclear deterrent and would soon introduce what he called a new strategic weapon. The BBC's Vif March has more. On the face of it, Mr. Kim's remarks to ruling party officials threatened to wipe out two years of the tentative nuclear diplomacy championed by President Trump. In reality, the talks with the United States more or less stalled after the failed Hanoi summit in February. In his reported comments, Mr Kim complained of US belligerence and accused Washington of gangster-like demands. But he left room for dialogue, saying Pyongyang's nuclear development plans would depend on the Americans' future attitude. In response, the US Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said he hoped North Korea would choose peace and prosperity over war. The United States has announced the immediate deployment of 750 troops to the Middle East after militiamen and their supporters attempted to storm its embassy in the Iraqi capital, Baghdad. The demonstrators were angered by U.S. airstrikes on Sunday, which targeted an Iranian-backed militia group in Iraq and Syria, killing at least 25 people. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. 
The U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper said the soldiers from the 82nd Airborne Division were being sent as a precautionary response to increased threat levels to U.S. personnel and facilities. In an election year, Donald Trump is keen not to become more deeply entangled in the Middle East. But the television pictures of crowds attempting to batter and burn their way into the fortified U.S. Embassy compound in Baghdad demanded a response. Iran has denied being behind the unrest, but on Twitter, President Trump issued what he described as a threat to Tehran, saying it would be held responsible for any lives lost or damage caused. One of the brightest stars in the night sky has been fading fast, prompting speculation among some astronomers that it could be about to explode. Betelgeuse, a red supergiant in the Orion constellation, is known to have a short lifespan, and it's now the dimmest it's been in a century. If the star does die, it would depart in a spectacular supernova explosion over several months. Dr. Robert Massey is from the Royal Astronomical Society. The most recent supernova that was visible to the naked eye was in 1987. That was 100,000 light years away in a neighboring galaxy to our own. So although that was spectacular, it was nothing like this. So it would give us the chance to point telescopes at it, to see the expanding material, to see that at really high resolution. And I have no doubt whatsoever that if that did happen, there would be an absolute armada of telescopes pointed at it. The French president, Emmanuel Macron, has used a New Year address to insist that his controversial pension reforms will be carried out. Transport workers and others have been on strike for nearly a month in protest against the plans. But Mr. Macron said fears over the proposed changes, which would raise the state pension age for many people, couldn't be used as an excuse for inaction. A trade union leader said there appeared to be little room for negotiation. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Tourism Board says sorry after a glitch meant many people couldn't join its New Year's Eve lucky draw. Hong Kong prepares for what's expected to be a huge turnout for a New Year's Day rally organized by the Civil Human Rights Front. And the government hits back at renewed accusations of police brutality by a UK-based human rights organization. The news from RTHK. Thanks, Pierre. Very good afternoon. It is the holiday morning brew, continuing through till two. Uh, James Ross here. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. Hope it's treating you well so far.
ABBA and Super Trooper. If you'd like to get in touch, it's james at rthk.hk. James at rthk.hk. Or you can call us on 2338 I'd love to hear from you. love to know what you're up to. What did you do last night? How did you get into the new year, the new decade? We're nosy. Please tell us. Yes, I do. 